Thanks for tuning in to Jake Housing. This is the journey of a journalist, the chronicles of a content creator, the musings of a wrestling fan. This is also a presentation of Alliance-Wrestling.com, your number one source for news and information with regards to the National Wrestling Alliance. I'm your host, Jake Cal, and what a week. What a week, and what a week it's going to continue to be. Uh, we are on the march in September, technically October, to the NWA TV tapings that will be taking place October, excuse me, September 29th and October 1st at the Georgia Public Broadcasting Studios in Atlanta, Georgia. My tickets are booked. My hotel is reserved. I have tickets to the event. I still need to get a car. Um, so I got to do that. But gosh, guys, I'm so tired. It, it's, it's been a week, guys. It is... I'm not going to lie. It has been very, very busy. I mean, I fly to Atlanta Sunday morning. I go to the doctor later today. Tomorrow, I have a wedding to go to. We do two birthday parties for my daughters this weekend. Um, and I've spent all week long creating content for, for my daughter's YouTube channel. Great content for Um It's been a busy week, guys. But I gladly do it because this is my passion project. And uh, this week, we're going to be talking about that NWA television tape. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, what's coming next for Jake House here. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about LionStashWrestling.com. So if you guys are tuned in, uh, get comfortable. And uh, I'll hear from you after this uh, break. studio television, the studio television format that has been proven to be successful throughout the years for the National Wrestling Alliance. Now, in the last ownership group, the last uh, last regime under uh, uh, gosh, what was his name? Uh, Bruce Tharp. How could I forget Bruce Tharp? Everybody loves Bruce Tharp. Uh, the NWA actually had a studio show. It was with uh, Saw, the Sawmill, out in uh, Tennessee. Um, not widely successful or widely popular, but they were doing uh, producing television in the sawmill for years under uh, Bruce Tharp's regime. Of course, the big events of that was having Satoshi Kojima, who was the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, and quite a big known name in New Japan Pro Wrestling, actually defend the title in the sawmill. So that was kind of cool. Uh, if we go forward, or backwards, I should say, a couple of years, uh, you know, what Dave Marquez and Robert Trovich were doing out in Hollywood while producing the Championship Wrestling from Hollywood TV show. You got to remember, before it was Championship Wrestling from Hollywood the TV show, it was NWA Pro Wrestling, it was NWA Wrestling, and then it was NWA Hollywood. So there was a, a transition, if you will. The show started off in the actual arenas that the, uh, the group known as Championship Wrestling from Hollywood was touring. And then kind of over the years... Um, encapsulated into studio TV format. Uh, they were shooting in Las Vegas for some time uh, before transitioning into the Columbia Square studio in Hollywood. Then uh, they moved to the uh, they took a little hiatus and then they moved to uh, 
the Galaxy Theater in Los Angeles, excuse me, in Orange County, Santa Ana, California. And that's what kind of kicked off this latest incarnation of the Championship Wrestling from Hollywood group. Uh, that, obviously, they went from Galaxy Theater to Hollywood and the Region Showcase Theater. And that was the first time they were really in Hollywood. They moved from Hollywood to Glendale, the Glendale Studios. That was a real true TV environment, a studio environment for wrestling. Um, almost as good as the Hollywood uh, Columbia Square Studios. It was great TV. Of course, then they moved uh, to a few other locations before landing in Fort Wayne. Throughout that time, we have world champions like Hulk Cabana, uh, Adam Pierce, Blue Demon Jr., and uh, of course, the North American champions, the national champions, the tag team champions. Uh, everyone kind of went through there. So it, it'll be fun to see what uh, you know Dave Lagana and William Patrick Corgan have planned for this new venture. I mean, we know we know that the world's heavyweight championship will be on the line when Tim Storm might get his last opportunity to face Nick Aldis. We know the tag team champions uh, Latimer and Isaacs will will be in at least there. We don't know if they're going to defend the titles yet or who they're going to defend the titles. Uh, we know that James Storm, that you know, he was the, the the bearded outlaw, the cowboy. I don't really know what to call him, but he's a rogue. He's a wild card, and he needs to be dealt with. And will it be Colt Boom Boom Cabana? Will he be the one to deal with them, or will it be Eli Drake? Or maybe it'll be all three of them. Who knows? And then we know that Sienna, excuse me, Allison K, will be in attendance with four, with her women's heavyweight champ. Do women have a heavyweight? Sorry, guys. A women's championship. Um, the NWA recently announced the signings of Marty Bell. Uh, I'm sorry, I forgot the other lady's name. Fox. I think it's Amanda Fox. I apologize if I butchered it. Uh, and then uh, Thunder Rosa. Now, some of you know Thunder Rosa from her time with the previous NWA regime, where she actually challenged Jazz for the women's championship right after Jazz won the title. And then also Thunder Rosa was part of a tag team um, that worked Vendetta Pro Wrestling, who again at the time was part of Bruce Tharp's NWA. And they actually won a men's tag team title, the Vendetta Heritage Tag Team Titles, uh, excuse me, Western States Heritage Tag Team Titles, and, and actually took those to Japan <laughs> to defend in a women's promotion. So it was kind of cool, I mean, with Thunder Rosa being able to break through barriers. This chick is also an MMA, training for MMA fighting. So, uh, you know, Alice and Kay asked for competition, and the NWA certainly has answered the, that call. Of course, of course, I have a wish list of talents who I would like to see show up in Atlanta at the Georgia Broadcasting Studios. Now, there's no guarantee any of these people will be here. This is clearly Jake Al's speculation. But, and in no particular order, I'd like to see Ruby Rays make her presence felt in the NWA Women's Division. I would like to see the tag team of Reno Scum show up in Atlanta. I'd also like to see the tag team of uh, Odin's son and Paro. Paro, excuse me. I don't think they have a tag team name, and if they do, I apologize, guys. I don't know it. Um, I'd also like to see... Oh, going back to Paro, let's not forget, he was at the 70th anniversary show, and he had a great showing in the national title matches, so it wouldn't be too far off to expect him there. 
also Crimson and Jack's Dane. Now, those two fellas actually have some history here because Crimson and Jack's Dane were actually the odds-on favorite to win the Crockett Cup. They were there in Charlotte and were eliminated by Isaacs and Malachi. So it kind of sets up a perfect storyline that the tag team champions currently uh, defeated the War Kings, Crimson and Jack Stane. And this would be a great time to set up a, a rivalry between those two. So that's a bit of a primer for what's going on in the future of the tag team. Um, also, we've got uh, Ricky Starks. We know that Eddie Kingston will be there. Um, more names that I would like to see, and I apologize, I'm kind of bouncing over here. How about Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, uh, very own Ryan Taylor? I think Ryan Taylor would absolutely fit in this environment. Not only is he a great wrestler, um, but I mean, he, he kind of fits the mold of what Billy's been looking for, stronger athletic guys. Um, I also would like to point out that uh, Tito, uh, Bad Dude Tito, former Hollywood Heritage Champion Bad Dude Tito, who's had matches against the World's Heavyweight Champion, Nick Aldis, would also be a perfect fit. And then kind of another wild card, um, he did have a few appearances for Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, mostly a Southern California indie guy. I'm talking about Anthony Idol. I think he would be a perfect addition to what they're trying to do in, in uh, excuse me, not Hollywood, but in Atlanta with the NWA TV tapings. Um, what I also like about Anthony Idol, and not a lot of people know this, I had a chance to speak with him a couple of years ago when he was just returning back to wrestling. And the guy's got a mind for the business. He understands, he understands what, what's involved and what it needs to be to be successful, but also has that desire to help make you know, the companies he works for grow. It's been a long journey, you know. I mean, David reminded me that it was three three years ago that we were at TNA. I thought it was two years ago. He's like, no, it's three years time ago. Flies. Yeah, yeah, time does fly. So uh, it's been a crazy journey since then. You know, three years ago, I was embroiled in this massive lawsuit, millions of dollars. Who is going to control the company? And now, three years later, owning the NWA, starting to run TV, um, you know, actually being able to execute our vision the way we want, having fantastic talent. I mean, look at the roster of people that we have. So many people, so. Words from our fearless leader, William Patrick Corgan. Hey, this is Jay Cal's View, the journey of a journalist. I'm your host, Jay Cal, and uh, today is media day for the National Wrestling Alliance. Um, I have a few interviews I'm going to uh, play for you here in just a moment. If you guys haven't already checked it out, uh, the NWA did do a press conference today. We are efforting to put up our footage. We did live stream it on our Instagram channel uh, at the Alliance blog. We're trying to get that available on all forms of uh, uh, media distribution. However, you could also check out uh, the NWA's YouTube page for the pretty much the same video. Um, but hey, I have a few more interviews and I uh, hope you guys will enjoy the show and uh, see you after the break. Thank you. 